This is Angela Hauser with your Disclosure News Online nightly newscap, designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours. Not a lot of news in the past 48 hours or so, but here's what we have, your newscap for the evening of Thursday, January 29, 2015. We were advised by White County authorities in Karma yesterday that, after a two-month wait, sentencing has been issued in the case of a White County man who was convicted last November of escape, failure to report to a penal institution. In November, Harley J. Llewellyn, or Llewellyn, however you say it, Jr., 42, was convicted after a two-day, or about a day and a half, jury trial of the offense, which is a Class three felony. What is it with those Llewellyns? We see them popping up on the courthouse searches pretty consistently. Lots of different ones. Anyway, this one was sentenced yesterday afternoon, Wednesday, by Judge T. Scott Webb at the hearing to eight years in Illinois Department of Corrections, one year mandatory supervised release, parole, and costs associated with the case, $772, of which he's paid nothing. This one just goes to show. Be there for your reporting weekends or this kind of crap can happen to you. And then, burglary sentencing must be all the rage in Crawford County these days, as there's been another one sent off to Illinois Department of Corrections. Timothy W. Ward, 22, of Robinson, was sentenced yesterday, January 28th, in Crawford County Circuit Court on a charge dating back to mid-December of 2014 of residential burglary. Ward was set for an arraignment yesterday, but apparently Sheriff Bill Rutan's jail food didn't appeal to him, so at arraignment he opted to enter his plea. In exchange for this plea, he accepted a sentence of four years in DOC and a term of two years parole upon release. Ward has also been ordered to pay $1,132.50 in fines, fees, costs, and restitution, of which he's paid nothing. A jury trial date has been set for a man accused of sex abuse of a child in Edwards County. Joseph M. Murphy, whose charges were filed only about two weeks ago, has been set on the fast track for a jury trial per a speedy trial demand. A speedy trial must be given within 120 days if a person is incarcerated. Murphy remains in the White County Jail held for Edwards. The jury trial has been set in Edwards County, Albion specifically, for February 23rd. Murphy's charges broke on deadline of the current issue, January-February 2015, and that breaking news led to a revelation as sources contacted Disclosure to advise that all may not be as it appears with the case. It was the subject of the initial article appearing on January 16th, linked at the linked article here, which you can read in full if you have an online membership to the e-edition. Otherwise, be sure to pick up a copy of this issue before it's off the stands, which happens in less than two weeks. Out of Lawrence County, a single vehicle crash on Illinois Route 1 early yesterday morning hospitalized the driver of the vehicle. According to Illinois State Police, the crash occurred Wednesday, January 28th at 1.30 a.m. in Lawrence County on Route 1 north of County Road 1550 North. The driver, driver excuse me, of a 2014 Volvo semi-truck tractor-trailer, David L. Stokes, 45, of Horn Lake, Mississippi. What the heck was he doing in southern Illinois? Anyway, he was southbound on Illinois 1, maybe he was going back to Mississippi, I would, when he lost control after running off the edge of the roadway. His vehicle went into the ditch on the right side and overturned the vehicle on the driver's side. Stokes was transported to an unspecified hospital with minor injuries. He's been cited for improper lane usage. 
And there was another crash out on US 50 in Lawrence, not far from the Kelly's Lake exit. There was a fatality in this crash, and we do have the name of the deceased, a young woman. But we're withholding it now, for now, because we just checked with state police and they haven't released the details yet. So we should have that for you tomorrow, but in the meantime, we do know that this was a multi-vehicle crash and appeared to have been a head-on between at least two of the vehicles when the smaller of the two crossed into the opposite lane and ran right into a larger commercial vehicle. It was several uh, hours cleaning up. We learned about it around 2.30 today, but haven't been able to find out anything else but what I have here. We'll keep you posted. And that's it for the Thursday news. I'm not going to complain about the lack of news because God only knows what will happen tomorrow and those earthquakes are getting closer and closer to us as we reported two days ago. So I'll be back on here tomorrow night. Until then, this has been Angela Hauser for your January 29th Disclosure News Online Nightly Newscap. Mm -hmm.